5.33 p.m. You're on the run home on SENZ with Kim and Beave. And time for a little bit of an update uh, on what some of our wahine toa are up to in our women in sport, thanks to Vertical Logistics. Uh, Under-19 Women's World Cup. Now, if you haven't been following this one, and Mitch and I talked a lot about it, Last week, it is a fascinating one, not least because you have teams involved that you never would have thought of, like Rwanda, who have an under-19s cricket team and have actually pulled off a couple of upsets against the likes of the West Indies in this tournament, which we love to see. But also, the New Zealand side are doing extremely well. They've made it through to the semi-finals so far. They play India, I think that that's tonight. In the semi-finals, uh, so we'll certainly be supporting them. A really good team, great uh, way to look at some of the younger talent, but also the young talent, the current talent. There are a few actual white ferns uh, who have been part of that squad or are in that squad as well. So Fran Jonas, who unfortunately uh, was injured and didn't actually get to play a game and so has just been recovering in time for the T20 World Cup with White Ferns over in South Africa. The likes of Georgia Plimmer, who's been going great guns, uh, they've just come off the back of a big win over Pakistan. So fingers crossed they will be able to absolutely take it to India overnight, New Zealand time tonight. You'd have, surely be, when it comes to these sorts of things, you know, people often talk about those age-grade national tournaments as being some of the best times in their in their careers just because of the camaraderie and the fun and there's a bit less pressure. You must have some good memories of, of that sort of time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we went to a couple of 21 World Cups, uh, which back in the in the old language was, was New Zealand Colts, uh, and that was the first big team I sort of made. So uh, absolutely fond memories. We had we had one World Cup in Reading, uh, which we uh, which we won, and we were... We were complete outsiders because the Aussies, the South Africans, all had teams littered with Super Rugby players, and uh, we had one which was the one and only Sammy Tutapol, and uh, he was our captain, and he was my second five. So, so that was great fun. And uh, you say it's not as serious. Yeah, it's fun. It must be New Zealand rugby sort of thing. You just feel, uh, even though you're playing for the Colts, and obviously it wasn't the Beetle Indoor, you just feel the pressure of trying to win it um, and the expectation. But we certainly had great fun along the way. Um, the second year, we went straight back there. To, I think it was in Scotland and Edinburgh, and uh, we had a we had a hell of a lot more star-studded team. We had a whole lot more bigger names, and uh, we uh, we we made the final. And you say talk about relax. We had this policy as they always do for those age grade teams, sort of saying you know no alcohol until the end end of it all, and um, as you should when you're only nineteen or twenty, and and we'll have a layer up in uh, good situations. Um, and, uh, how do you say controlled situations mm. at, uh, at the end of it all closely and, monitored uh, closely monitored and again Australia had a pretty superstar team full of super rugby players and, and what have you so we were on one side of the draw Aussie were on the other and um, we won our semi-final I don't know who it was against maybe England or something we won our semi-final and uh, we as I say you played every three or four days and uh, <laughs> we went out that night and uh, we went out unbeknowing of the result of the other semi-final uh, but we were only going out sober because We'd been told, oh, look, we uh, we, we weren't going to touch a drop until we won the thing. And then news came through that Ireland had actually upset Australia. And uh, in those days, no one gave Ireland uh, much respect at those sorts of tournaments. And uh, funny enough, uh, once news came through, the boys thought we'd already won it. Um, so <laughs> the alcohol ban went out the window. And um, I think it was called Three Sisters, this big nightclub in the middle of Edinburgh. Uh, and we absolutely talked to shreds that night. Uh, I don't know if management found out or not, but... Uh, we somehow dusted ourselves off and, um, and and won the final about three days later. So, uh, yeah, 
Possibly you're right. It is a bit more relaxed than those questions. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean to tell me that you weren't doing that the week leading into the final of the Rugby World Cup? Uh, also, what is it? Was Izzy Dag doing that? No. Oh, oh <laughs> there it is. There it is. Uh, Izzy, love Izzy. I still got to make those uh, confetti angels. In the ground after, <laughs> yeah. remember that? Um, hey, also on the tennis, uh, yeah. of course, we did have the women's semifinals last night. Uh, Ribikina in the end, coming out on top against Victoria Azarenka. Here's how that played out at the end. And now match points oh. again. Sabalenka serves out wide. <laughs> Backhand return from Lynette. Sits up for the forehand for Sabalenka. The off forehand is put away for a winner. And Arena Sabalenka is breaking new grounds. The first time that she will be in a slam final. Arena Sabalenka dominance on Rod Laver Arena. And that, folks, is what happens uh, when you don't listen to your producer well enough. You talk about the wrong game. However, we are now lined up for a Sabalenka Ribikina final, which should be fantastic viewing. Um, Ribikina, really, she's a reigning, reigning Wimbledon champion. She's only 23 years old. Uh, but in this kind of almost void in women's tennis that it feels like there is with the departure of Serena Williams, I think could very much be one of the players to, to step up and fill it on the way that she's been going at the moment, Beef. Yes, well, I actually have a cheeky look at her as far as uh, winning that final. She's the outsider at the moment, just on, on the TAB odds. But uh, I'm looking forward to talking to the voice of SNZ and SEN tennis uh, straight after this, uh, Brett Phillips. He's across everything at Melbourne and, as you heard, commentating.